This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, the 22nd of May. In your Squiz today, doing deals at the G7, another family claims elder abuse by police, backing away from booster shots, and the Star Wars Hotel leaves this galaxy. This is your Squiz today. Claire, Squizzers heard last week about how Joe Biden wouldn't be coming to Australia for a quad meeting with Anthony Albanese. But I guess things worked out because the pair actually did get to meet over the weekend, just with a change of venue. Yeah, so they met in Hiroshima, Japan, instead of Sydney. Uh, (laughs) Biden couldn't come to Australia. We talked about that last week. Uh, He was due to come this week, but the debt ceiling crisis happening in America means that he has to head home after that visit to Japan for the G7 meeting. Mm. Uh, And while he was there, he was able to meet with Albanese as well as India's Narendra Modi and Japan's Fumio Kishida. Those four nations, of course, make up the quad. Mm. Uh, And after that, that meeting, they released a statement saying, not China's name, but they did make pretty pointed statements about wanting peace in the region uh, and also condemning unilateral actions that China has been making of late. The larger G7 meeting, which doesn't include Australia, did actually name China and they had a bit to say, calling for peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait, among other issues. Claire, there was also time for Biden and Albanese to sneak away for a two-way deal between Australia and the US that focuses on climate change. Yeah, that's right. The agreement has a very long and not particularly graceful or fun title, and I'm (laughs) going to take a deep breath as I do it. It's called the Australia-United States Climate Critical Minerals and Clean Energy Transformation Compact. The long story short of that is that it aims to coordinate supply chains so that Australia can still be a very key trade partner of the United States, supplying them with the minerals that they need for clean energy production. Of course, that's a really key part in the biggest economy in the world hitting net zero emissions. Uh, The deal got approval back in Australia from the coalition, Simon Birmingham. Uh, He said that it's essential to work with our partner nations. It was a huge weekend of deals and meetings. But what's a good meeting, Claire, if you don't set up the next meeting? Narendra Modi, India's Prime Minister, will be in Australia this week and making a stadium appearance actually on Wednesday. And Anthony Albanese also flagged that in the future he plans to travel to China later this year, even as negotiations over trade restrictions are ongoing. We're not done with the G7 though, Claire. The meeting of powerful world leaders also had a surprise visit from Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, who flew in to make the case for more aid in his country's fight to repel Russia. Yeah, it's certainly been a big weekend when it comes to Russia's war in Ukraine. Mm. Uh, Zelensky's visit to Japan meant that he could also meet with India's Prime Minister Modi. Uh, That in-person meeting really is quite critical because Modi hasn't condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, even though he has said that he wants the war to end. So it was good that those two could sit down together. Mm. But while Zelensky was in Japan, uh, we also heard that the city of Bakhmud 
has been taken by Russian forces, uh, at least according to a claim by the Wagner Mercenary Group. Ukraine has denied those claims. Meanwhile, there's been an ongoing question over whether the US would allow other countries to send their American-made F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine. Now, we heard in the last few days that the US will approve those transfers and also that they'll provide training to Ukrainian fighter pilots in how to use those jets in what could be a key asset for Ukrainians in fighting off Russia. Last week, 95-year-old dementia sufferer Claire Noland was tasered in a Kumar nursing home in New South Wales after officers struggled to take a steak knife from the elderly woman as she moved at a slow pace towards them using a walking frame. Now, there was a press conference over the weekend about the incident where the state's police commissioner, Karen Webb, was questioned, and Webb said that she wouldn't actually review the body cam footage from the officers involved. Yeah, so that press conference on Saturday, uh, Webb said that she had travelled to Cooma and that she had met with Nolan's family. That incident happened on Wednesday morning and Webb had been criticised for not fronting the media to give her take on it, uh, despite it going global as a news story. But Mm. what Webb said is that she has the best detectives in New South Wales investigating it. Uh, Meanwhile, Claire Nolan is receiving end-of-life care in Cooma Hospital after she struck her head after she was tasered. And following on from this story, others have come forward to criticise the way that authorities have handled elderly dementia patients. Yesterday, the family of Rachel Graham, an 81-year-old with dementia, came forward to talk about a previous incident where six New South Wales police officers used two sets of handcuffs to restrain Graham. Graham's daughter said, Nolan's case showed me that the police have learned nothing. Claire, I'm sure I am not alone in being grateful that COVID updates are few and far between these days, (laughs) but there's a warning from our health officials. They're concerned that currently not enough of us are getting a COVID booster, particularly those aged 65 and above. Yeah, it seems that jab fatigue has well and truly set in. Uh, After a couple of years of all of those COVID vaccinations, the latest numbers show that we're not all that keen in going back and getting more. And the main concern is for older Australians. There's 2.85 million 65-year-olds plus who haven't received a COVID vaccination in the past six months. Uh, 1.6 million have rolled up their sleeves again. And with winter a fortnight away, uh, the experts say that anyone eligible for a booster would be well advised to go and do it as soon as they can. One expert said that what people should do is get their booster shot for COVID ASAP and at the same time, in the opposite arm, get your flu jab. Uh, That was the quote. And that would be quite a day out. (laughs) Many, many Star Wars fans are fanatics. So Disney thought it would be a good bet to spend millions of dollars building its Galactica Star Cruiser in Florida. That's a Star Wars themed hotel. But in Disney's latest round of cost cuttings, management are closing the Galactica Star Cruiser Hotel in September. Yeah, so it opened just 18 months ago and it's not cheap to stay. Uh, A two-night stint at the hotel features uh, what they say exciting and exclusive activities, missions, 
character encounters and adventures, <laughs> uh, that costs two people $7,200. And if you're a family of four, it's heading north of $9,000. And many fans who really wanted to go and stay couldn't afford it. Uh, that has seen many of them say that they're really not that surprised that it's underperformed for the company. In this economy, Claire, I, yeah, not surprised. Mm. But for that price, you would think you would get a great view out of the window, but you also don't get that either. You get uh, TV screens showing stars, planets, and asteroids. But you could receive lightsaber training at the hotel, so the next generation of Jedis will just have to find somewhere else to get their training. <laughs> I'm sure there's a YouTube video. It'll be fine. <laughs> Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Claire, after the coronation, I feel like we should just very slowly wean ourselves off royal news. So I'm happy to report that the Bavarian prince got married over the weekend. Yep, this is Prince Ludwig. Mm. Uh, he tied the knot with Sophie Alexandra Evkink. Uh, the couple has been called the German Kate and William, which I can only just imagine. Uh, <laughs> and in a show of one-upmanship uh, against that British couple, of course, our, you know, very dear Kate and William, um, the bride swooned mm. as they <laughs> exchanged vows and she was caught by the groom. So they really did turn it on. Apparently, she drank some cola and some glucose, I'm assuming jelly beans, and was just fine <laughs> afterwards. Squiz the day, Claire. It is the start of the Sydney Writers' Festival today. Yep, that's always a big thing for Sydney. Mm. Uh, also today we've got Stella Assange. She is a lawyer. She's a human rights activist and, of course, she's married to Julian Assange. She's at the National Press Club, so that's in Canberra. It's also the start of a sitting fortnight, so a big few days in Canberra. And given it's the start of the week, it's always a good time to get your ducks in a row and sign up to the Squiz Today newsletter. It's what we've covered in the podcast, plus some great links to read more and a lot of other fun stuff. So head to thesquiz.com.au to sign up. There's also a link in the episode notes. That is all for today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. 
Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.